Welcome back to On the Record. I'm Sheila Cast. Here's a stoop story from Beth Frederick about her Christmas-crazed family. My family is crazy about Christmas. In 1936, my mother was born on Christmas Eve, and her parents wisely put their heads together and named her Carol. She and my dad met in high school when he came from the one-room one schoolhouse near the farm into the big town of Milton, Wisconsin, population 4,000, where he sat behind my mother and fell in love with her braids. They dated through high school. He went off to college. She fell, followed the next year. They dated all through college, and at the end of his term, they were, uh, they were married, and they got married, uh, you can guess it, at Christmas time, because they both loved poinsettias, and they also knew that they could save some money because the church would be full of them. They deliberately chose to become dairy farmers, very crazy people, and they soon had four children. I was the oldest, then came Cindy, then came Mike, then came Michelle. In 1976, I was 17 years old, a senior in high school at the same high school that they went to, where they met. That year was, was uh, characterized by a number of things. In the summer of that year, there was a, a severe drought in the world, actually, but very much so in Wisconsin. Winter was characterized by 10-foot snowbanks. And when the, the manure came out of the cows, it froze before it hit the ground. About a month before Christmas, uh, wait, I want to back up for a second. My mom made all of our Christmas gifts, every single one, by hand. From cowboy outfits to doctor's kits to the Christmas stockings. My father's mother, Grammy, lived with us, and she made sure that we had the best Christmas cookies and perfectly cut out every single year. So back to 1976, uh, we were getting ready for Christmas. We kids really loved Christmas. And I, and they asked my dad one day, about a month out, when are we going to get the Christmas tree? And he looked at us seriously and said, we're not having a Christmas tree this year. So we thought, okay, the guy's joking. He really didn't, he, he joked a lot, so we thought that was, was in, in character, but he really didn't talk to us that much. He told us what to do, how to do it, and he gave us the values by which to live, and that was about it. So the second week, the next week goes by, and we ask my dad again, when are we going to get the Christmas tree? We're going to have a Christmas tree, right? And he said, no, I told you, we're not going to get a tr Christmas tree. We don't, have, we don't have the money. We, the, the drought ruined all the trees in the back of the farm to cut down. We're not having a Christmas tree. So we thought maybe one more time we'd ask him. And he again said no. So I want to paint a picture of me at 17. I was the most responsible teenager you could ever imagine. So responsible that the principal of my high school gave me a key to the front door because I was the editor of the yearbook and the student council president, and I was always there late or always there early working, and they, they got tired of letting me in and out. 
So it's the Friday before Christmas, and I knew that the high school choir had their final concert. And on the stage would be two live Christmas trees on either side. So I hatched a plan, put the other kids in the car, drove up to the high school after the concert, used my key, went in, plucked a tree, Cindy and I plucked a tree off the stage while Michelle and Mike talked to the janitors who were cleaning up. <laughs> we took the, key, the, the tree, put it in the trunk, drove home and hid it to surprise my parents, especially my dad. So if you're a dairy farmer, you typically have two breakfasts. The first is at 5.30 in the morning before you milk the cows, and the second is usually around 9.30, 10. So when my dad drove in the next morning to the squeeze in uh, in town to have second breakfast, by that time, everybody in town knew that Jerry Frederick couldn't afford a Christmas tree. So you can imagine he came home and he was pretty mad that we had been so bold as to take the Christmas tree out of the high school and that he was ashamed of, of that fact. But pretty much a little bit later, he came around and he, was, and he thought it was really funny. We decorated the, the tree and, and Christmas was saved, I guess. And for years, we told this story, and it was funny. Everybody told it exactly the same way, and it was a really, really funny story. A couple of years ago, after I'd told one stoop story before, I started thinking about my story, the stories that my family told. And they did it to make sense of, of crazy things, right? Because that story doesn't really make sense. I started thinking about it, because my father was a very generous man, that year, there was a drought. There was no money from crops at all. There was nothing to feed the cows. It was a terrible year. My mother took a school bus driving job, and she was on the brink of chronic diabetes, so when she wasn't driving bus, she was asleep. My grandmother, his mother, was diagnosed with dementia and was about to go into a nursing home. And I had dreams of going to college, and there wasn't a cent to send me. There was no way that I was going to be able to be supported by my parents. In this story, he's 41 years old. He had the weight of the world on his shoulders, and he couldn't tell us anything about it. So now I look back on, on that, and I just can't imagine how callous we were. And I guess he was grateful in the end. I hope anyway. My husband and I, I'm going to finish with this, my husband and I have our own tradition for, for Christmas. We put up our Christmas tree, and during the year we buy ornaments for people who have passed, people who have left, left us. And then when we decorate the, the tree every year, we put the ornament on and we meditate on the people we've missed and what they meant in our lives. So last Sunday we put up our tree I put up my father's ornament. I looked him, I looked at it, and I said, Dad, please forgive me. I had I really had no idea. That was a stoop story from Beth Frederick, reflecting on newfound appreciation for her parents' sacrifices. 
We have more information about the Stoop Storytelling Series, including upcoming live events and the Stoop Podcast, at the Other Record page at wypr.org. I'm Sheila Cast. Glad you're with us on the record. Have a celebratory weekend and join us again in the new year.